Genetically modified, but not actually genetically modified grapes. Cotton candy grapes is, is what they're called. Oh, they really <laughs> taste like cotton candy. I just really don't know what to think about that. Cotton candy grapes are a variety of sweet table grapes whose flavor has been compared to cotton candy. So oh my gosh, they have blue sausage fruit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Grapes. <laughs> So, hey guys, it is Valerie, and you are back with the Perks of Being a Millennial podcast. Um, you just heard from Chelsea Pacheco. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You just did. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself, okay. person. Um, my name is Chelsea Pacheco, and I am about to finish my master's degree in kinesiology. Woo! <laughs> um, and... I want to go into coaching, but right now it's a little difficult. <laughs> yeah. So that's COVID. Um, yes, and that is pretty much it about me. And we have a special guest sitting across from us, <laughs> Hannah. She's going to stay quiet the whole time. Yeah, she refuses to speak because she's very tired and she's not in a physical, emotional, or spiritual state to speak. But her presence is warmly welcomed here. Okay, so enough about cotton candy grapes, um, and let's let's talk about something that has been happening recently in our society, and that is the Black Lives Matter movement. So today, uh, myself and Chelsea went to a couple of different protests in support of the Black community, um, and we have been going to a few this past week, and just to show our support. Um, and to show that we stand for the injustice, we don't stand for the injustices that are happening in society. Um, that we, as a people, not even though we are not a part of the Black community, that we we see the wrong that's being done at the hands of police officers, and that there's prejudices, and there's different things that are happening in our society that we need to stand against. Um, so, do you want to talk about what we've experienced at the protests? Um, well, we actually went to one yesterday and in downtown LA yes um and that was really cool it was very very peaceful unlike what you see on uh media and it was just really powerful to see everyone from all different backgrounds um literally every single like ethnic race you can imagine pretty much yeah um all together, um, just in unity and supporting those um, who have experienced injustice just due to their skin color. Um, and it's really cool that the the leaders of the protests really emphasized like peace and that um, that like being violent and stuff is not gonna really help anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then. So that one was the memorial for Breonna Taylor. Yeah, yeah. That was really, really cool. They had really good speakers, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so that was kind of, it was different. So each of these protests had different, you know, demographics, different people and different perspectives. And I really appreciated this one for the respect for Breonna Taylor. And it was kind of eye-opening because um, we're both 25 
and just seeing that she was only a year older than us and she was killed basically in her bedroom that's something that was that really impacted me that night when I went to bed because I thought of the fact that I was going to bed and I don't have to worry about being murdered being killed in my in my bed at the hands of a police officer because you know I because of my race basically um so I think that one really touched me so much and it touched so many people in that crowd because we walked in unison with one another um, and we wanted we want justice to be served for George Floyd, for Brianna, for everyone is, who has fallen at the hands of these police officers who, who simply did not see these people as human beings. Here's a testimony from our friend Hannah who had experienced a protest in Long Beach. She talks about what she felt, um, what she saw, and what it actually meant to her. Way too much power right now and not enough. Um, like, they're not being held responsible for, like, what they do out on the field. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it. You're scared. You're kind of a target. But in the same way, like, you took that role on to defend people who aren't targets you know in the streets civilians and they're not doing them justice and it was really cool how like hearing like different testimonials of like people from the city of Long Beach who have been systematically hurt by the police officers in their city um and from that like you just you get angry and like rightly so these people were angry and it was it it definitely there was a level of inclusivity and there was definitely just as much diversity. I, I definitely had to like step, take a step back because I started feeling like very much in my own head because my sign said, um, I, do, I understand that I will never understand however I, I stand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I, once I got there, I was like, I made this about me. Mm-hmm. And I got very much in my own head about that. And I, I like felt like I, sh- I didn't belong there and I felt like I shouldn't have been there. But had I not not gone, I would not have realized that that sign became about me. Um, And so it was great because you're obviously hearing different perspectives and a general perspective that we all support, but different sides of that argument and the the emotions and the the necessity um, that stems from that. Um, But in that moment, I like I just had to pray. And, like, I was, like, this is why I'm here. It's not just because, like, I, like, me being here, not to say that I wasn't changing anything, but me being there, like, I'm one person, I don't really know what I'm doing. This is one of my first steps ever into, like, doing anything that might incite change. And I was, like, okay, but, like, this isn't, one, this isn't where I stop, and two, like, this isn't going to be my only step into something especially because like with within that like I felt anger and I definitely had to pray just for like not to let that be what drives me Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life it it was more like love because like that's that's what people humans deserve and especially the black community right now Um, so different but so so needed Mm -hmm. um, and so so um, necessary. Yeah. Um, I know that's needed, but like it was, it was necessary because I don't think, and it was still peaceful. <laughs> thanks, Hannah. Yeah, thanks, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, I think 
Um, something that I've really been thinking about a lot is that this is not like a fad. It's not like a type of bandwagon you just kind of jump on like, oh, like the back, black communities, like they matter and we should just barely start talking about it now and then yeah. like a week from now they're going to forget. But at the end of the day, we'll go home and we won't have to experience those types of prejudices, microaggressions, and discriminations. But the black community can't take away the color of their skin and they shouldn't have to feel that way either. Um, and so this really has opened up my eyes to to just like standing and because one voice can ignite a huge fire. Like we can make a change and... And so many change changes and uh, laws have been made because of the protests, because of people standing um, standing up against societal norms, against police brutality. Um, and there's actually, do you want to read some of the things that have been happening because of the the protests? Did I save that? Um, and Instagram is honestly like social media has been such a really good resource to finding different protests to go to to just advocating for the rights of the black community and I've really been um, I've been in awe of like how people are using their voices through like their following on uh, amazing Hannah our cotton candy Hannah uh, has provided us with some things that have changed since the protest due to the protest Four officers fired for murdering George Floyd. So the University of Minnesota cancels contract with police. Oh, so the Louisville mayor suspends no-knock warrants in response to police um, 312. U.S. embassies across Africa condemned police murder of George Floyd. Um, That was in Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania, and the Dominican Republic of Congo. Two abusive officers were fired for pulling a couple out of a car and tasing them, and that was in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, I saw that on TikTok. Minneapolis, the public schools, um, and their contract with the police. The Confederate monument was finally removed in Birmingham, Alabama. I believe there's also removed in Virginia. I'm pretty sure. Confederate statues, I think so. Uh, California prosecutors launch campaign to stop DAs from accepting police union money. Uh, the Tulsa mayor agrees to not renew live PD contract. Dang, there's a lot. This is good stuff. Okay. Uh, the Louisville police chief was fired after the shooting of David McAtee at a barbecue joint in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh... Confederate statues is ordered to be removed in Arkansas. Wow, they have a lot of Confederate statues. I had no idea they were all over the place. Mm-hmm. Soldier statue removed in Virginia. Um, civil rights investigation of Minneapolis Police Department is launched. A resolution to prevent law enforcement from hiring officers with a history of misconduct announced by San Francisco DA. Wow, that's big. That's a good one. I think that needs to happen everywhere. And the list goes on and on and on, because literally it's like a hundred of these, yeah. which is just... And it just shows you how much of an impact people can make yeah. simply by protesting. It might not seem a lot in the moment, but you really are making such a huge difference. Yeah, so all of you that are out there protesting, keep going out there and protesting yeah, peacefully. I'm appreciative of it, but then again, like I don't want to make it about myself. And I kind of want to talk about like the All Lives Matter how people are responding with that. 
I think um, it's gotten a lot better, though. I haven't seen it, really, honestly. And I don't know if that's just because I follow all people that don't really do that um, or say that. But I haven't, I haven't even seen it, like, on the news lately or anything. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing it. But also, I'm, like, bit. I don't know, I feel like all my social media is so filtered to only, like... like the algorithm. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just filtered to where I don't see any of that negativity. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't really know. And I'm not really searching. Like, I don't go through, like, a bunch of comments and, like, what are people responding to this? Yeah. I mean, I do sometimes, but it's not, like, a lot um, or enough to really see any of the negativity. Um, I think that just, like, describing what that means, like, all so... Black Lives Matter. That's what we're fighting for. Uh, we're fighting to end police brutality. Like, people shouldn't be targeted because of the color of their skin. And when people say all lives matter, they're disregarding that this is something that actually happens. And by us saying that black lives matter, we're not disregarding the other people in the world, like the white, the Asian, the Indian. Like we're, yeah. Um, and I think the point to be made is that by saying all lives matter you're just i don't know like how how were we explaining this earlier okay um let me see if i can find it so my friend actually said something that was like so if your house is on fire Mm -hmm. and you call like you know the fire department to come and put the fire out right the the fire department isn't gonna be spraying water on all of the houses it's just gonna spray that one house right and get rid of the fire there Mm -hmm. so as a person in like the next door neighbor's house right say um, my house is on fire and your house isn't Mm -hmm. and you are going up to the fire fires firefighters and saying like what the heck why aren't you spraying my house Mm. (laughs) i was like well your house isn't on fire yeah like as a, a white person in society they don't have to worry about going to like a store and being racially profiled as someone who's gonna steal yeah um yeah and as another race you can't like especially when people say stuff like oh well i've seen a lot of um african americans and they they're fine they're doing just fine you know like Mm -hmm. they are wealthy and i don't see them struggling at all do you want to talk about, like, the comment that you had gotten on one of your posts? Like, you don't have to be specific. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think he was coming from a bad place or anything. I think he was just trying to, like, bring up a point, and I appreciate the perspective. Yeah. Um, but basically, I had put up a post that was saying, you know, like, um, that black Americans have experienced, um, or were told basically a lot of lies, like, throughout their lives that you know um they shouldn't be treated the same and that they're less than they're not beautiful and so on so on but all of that is a lie and they are beautiful and they are equal and deserve love and respect just like anybody else Mm -hmm. um and I had like reposted that and this guy had commented on it and said that's the democratic way of thinking and like anybody can do whatever they want with hard work and if they stay out of trouble. Yeah. Um, and I was, I mean, I just thought for a while. I didn't respond right away. I took like three to, at least three days to respond just because 
I don't want to respond initially just out of anger. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck? How can you think that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I took some time, got some perspectives, um, talked to my friends about it, and then replied when I thought I could say something without, like, being judgmental towards his thoughts. Yeah. Um, and I basically just told him, you know, like, you as a white man, like, you haven't experienced it, so how can you speak for them? Mm-hmm. And also, like, that's not the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, some black Americans, I'm sure, like, they might have been very blessed and can, like, and maybe have not experienced the same that other black Americans have, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And just, like, people of color in general, too, like, everyone has a different experience, but that doesn't take away from all those of color that have experienced injustices just because of the color of their skin. Exactly, So, like, the point I was trying to make with that post was that based on solely the color of their skin, like, a lot of people have experienced injustices and maybe had a harder time getting a job than white Americans um, and were just treated unfairly and not with the same love and respect as others. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, that's the only point I was trying to make. So it's not that, like, I don't agree that, yes hard work and um you know staying out of trouble will get you success like mm-hmm. yes but it's also harder for some than others yeah and you can't take away from that especially when you haven't experienced it yourself exactly and a lot of the points that um the black lives matter movement are trying to make is that these communities they're underfunded um and there's so many different disparities in healthcare. there's different disparities in education um, and opportunities that are given. So you can take, I saw this um, video on Instagram that I reposted, and you can take two kids that are the same age. Um, they have the same type of personality, but if you give one kid the benefit of going to a really good school that's funded um, well, that the pe- teachers are paid well, um, he has good health care insurance, he has two parents in the home that are supportive of him and all of this, and you take another kid who's who's grown up in like a rough community, and his schools are underfunded, um, the classrooms are over-packed with children, and he doesn't ha- really have the greatest health care, um, and all of these different contributing factors. These kids, no matter how hard they try, and they could, they could end up with the same degree, um, with the same status, but at the end of the day, the way society sees it, the kid who's grown up in a white community who is white is going to receive a lot more benefits than that kid who's black because they see their name. So there's a statistic saying that um, more kids who graduate from college are and who are black, are um, they have a higher percentage of being unemployed than a white person who graduated from college. And the statistics of, oh, well, the same amount of people of black people and white people die at the hands of the police officers, so that doesn't make sense. And the thing is, is that 60% of um, our population is Caucasian, as opposed to the 13% that is African American. So when you compare those numbers, it's staggering how many people who are of color are incarcerated. Um, and so there's just so much like politics, and there's just so much that goes into it besides like, well, they just need to work harder. They just need to be better because no matter how hard and how much better they are, society is still pushing them down. They're not giving them the resources that white Americans have, the privileges that white Americans have. 
and it's just it's not as black and white you know as people say it is I definitely think it's gotten a lot better I mean obviously than when like our parents were little (laughs) oh yeah we've made progress but not enough yeah um and like especially being in California we've probably seen a lot more progress than other states like certain states um but yeah just with seeing what's happened the last few months and even few years I mean there's been a lot of cases um I think it's just important for people to just be having the conversation. Yeah. Like, people just need to listen and not have so much hate. And just be slow to react. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and quick to listen. <laughs> exactly. Um, because a lot of what's happening is that people are so set in their ways and they're seeing this as, like, a political divide. It's, like, Republicans against Democrats. But it's a humanity thing. Like, yeah. everyone should be treated with respect and dignity. Um and I don't know it's just it's something that's not easy to process especially someone who's not being targeted um but it is like a thing that we need to be talking about because if you're silent that says a lot that speaks volumes um so like I I encourage people to speak up about it and not just now not just this month not just this week but all the time and when you see injustices stand up you have a voice and you have the power to impact the community around you whether it's millions of people or it's five five of your closest friends it's really important to talk about what's going on and and to try to make a difference and to see people um as just that as people um because we're all we're all part of humanity and we need to love and respect one another and and show support um so thank you so much for listening and i hope you guys have a great day (laughs) you could do a better sign out later yeah